All right, happy Friday. It, it was funny. I thought about you yesterday, Jody. Actually, I was telling somebody, bragging. I thought about you. Bragging about Jody to somebody in the elevator yesterday when I was getting on. Delightful woman. And uh, just was saying good morning. And she said, uh, she said, yeah, it's Friday Eve. This is, of course, yesterday yeah, on is. Thursday. Right. Yeah, and, and I told her, and I laughed. And I said, you know, I said, that's my wife says the favorite, her favorite part of Thursday is that Friday is next. Yeah. And, you know, Friday Eve. But it's here now. It's you love not, to make conversation with the ladies, don't you, Murphy? It's not about that. No, you I'll talk do. To you. No, I said hey to a, a guy yesterday afternoon on the I'm, way out of I'm here. I'm picking on you, Mr. Jovial. In traffic and involved his finger. Could not be but more I different said, than hey Sam. You be not, you could not be more different than Sam, who talks very little <clears throat> to people in public, and Murphy talks to everybody in public. You guys are so opposite. Hey guys, Let's see that's complimentary. It, uh, what do you mean? Yang and the yang. Oh, the fact that you're both that way? That yeah. you're, yeah, I guess yeah, he, so. He yeah. talks a lot. I don't talk a lot. You know what? You go we, out together. See, Sam, you're right. If we were both in the elevator together at the same time and we both did that, mm-hmm. it would be confusing for the person who's there. Yeah. It'd be overwhelming. We would be, uh, she would be like, I was in the elevator with two guys. These two guys, they wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I just wanted guys. a quiet ride. Um, um, I want to switch right here and tell you the guys, did you see the statement that the pilot, the Southwest pilot, made? Yesterday, finally, after everything that happened, she's the one who safely landed the plane on Tuesday. She's the she's one of the heroes Mm -hmm. of that flight. Okay, so she did this. Here's the statement: As captain and first officer of the crew of the five who worked to serve our customers aboard flight. 1380. We all feel we were simply doing our jobs. Our hearts are heavy on behalf of the entire crew. We appreciate the outpouring of support from the public and our co-workers as we all reflect on one family's profound loss. Mm -hmm. We joined our company today in focused work and interviews with investigators. We are not conducting media interviews and we ask that the public and the media respect our focus. That comes from Southwest Captain Tammy Joe Schultz and Southwest Airlines First Officer Darren Elliser, yeah. which is why they're not talking right now, and rightly so. Well, that doesn't surprise me. And you know what? I mean, she doesn't want to consider herself a hero because there was Southwest a loss, a very tragic event. I yeah. understand that totally. One of her friends, by the way, when this was all happening, um, sent a text to her, news travels fast, praying for you. And after she landed it, she sent back, thanks, God is good. Hmm. That's a text she sent really? after doing that wow. emergency landing. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Okay, we're going to go across the pond. Maybe it's not Hollywood, but we always share it. The Queen, Queen Elizabeth, finally kind of said, hey, this is who my heir should be. Oh. And by the way, her birthday is this weekend. Tell you about that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, did you hear the news from across the pond, Sam? And it's not about big the wedding. War, not about the royal wedding. It's but it's about the queen. Uh-huh. Okay, so lots going on for her this uh, it week. It wasn't about her corgis, huh? Her, the last of her I corgis died this week. I yeah. actually had to stop and read that to even understand what that meant because apparently all of these corgis were from the same lineage, yes. starting with oh. the dog that her. Her, no, her dad gave her in mm-hmm. 1933 or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But that's the last, there were no more descendants from that litter. Right. That's a long lasting litter. That is. And they get the royal Treatment. burial. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think they're buried there. <laughs> or cremated and buried there. Okay, so royal treatment. Do you think they were, you know, were they uh, fed Old Roy, you think? <laughs> <laughs> now, you're talking about uh, dogs that were got hand fed food and 
probably made for them. Probably. In the kitchen. Probably. <laughs> I just like that she loved them and had them. And the chefs in training were making the dog yeah. food. The queen, by the way, turns 20. I'm sorry. Oops. I meant, I meant 92, not 29. <laughs> she turns 92 tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow is Amazing. her 92nd birthday. She had a busy week, not just with the dogs, but they had all these big figureheads at the palace and this week working, Commonwealth heads of government. And she actually finally, and this is the first time she ever said these words publicly, she asked them to appoint Charles as her successor. Oh, man. Oh, really? You didn't think, well, you didn't think that was going to happen? I mean, I That's know going it's, to happen. Well, based on the rules, he should be next. But everybody, I mean, William's the favorite. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. She I can't. Know, and I, I mean, what is she going to do? She She's ready to... To pass the scepter, I guess is what you would say, not the baton, right? And so somebody's got to run it. If he's the next in line, he's the next in line. He's been his yeah. whole life training for this. I guess Charles can decide to pass it on to William. Why would he do that? I don't know. Because everybody likes William. to be William. king forever. Uh, you've already had one you know, throne abdication that didn't go so well back in the day. Uh, oh, that's the brother. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So that actually You've been watching happened. the crown, haven't that's you? Right. And the other little bit of royal news I want to pass along in case you missed it. The royal wedding, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, is happening March 19th. But PBS will run something every night leading up to it behind the scenes with what's going on there. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. This week turned into what's the hardest thing to teach your kids? And Jessica's got another one next at 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, this one just happened this morning while she's taking her kid to school give us a call anytime we'd love to hear from you 877-310-4675 you can call or text to that number how are you jessica good i was calling in about your question about the hardest thing to teach my kids yeah what, and i think it's responsibility uh, for, for their own actions like mm. Uh, just this morning, my son, you know, lost his headphones, and mm-hmm. he thinks that I'm just supposed to give him my headphones, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, you lost your headphones. It's not my fault. You know, nothing is ever their fault. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, everything's an accident, or there's always, I forgot, and so um, I don't know what age they learn, you know, accountability and self-responsibility, but yeah. to me, that's a hard thing to teach them. We're at 17, and we still haven't got there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like, you know... You don't become an adult one day. You don't wake up one day and you're an adult. I think it happens in small little doses. So the 112th time he loses them and realizes that he is the one losing them, probably it's a change will happen. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. I've, well, yeah. you know, I, think, I think there's not a lot of consequence in today's society versus what there was in ours. It doesn't help with our right. accountability. And we have, to, we have to be the ones to enforce those, though, really. Right. Don't give him your headphones. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No headphones for him today. Thank you, Jessica. You too. I mean, I, I think part of this is as parents, we unintentionally do this because we're everybody's much busier today than it was. Yeah, you want to pitch it, in and but, save them, and so yeah, them. You're, you're just trying to move on, get, get yeah. keep things moving forward. And sometimes that shortcut mm-hmm. is what really doesn't help them in the long run. God, boom! Yeah. Quote of the week. Murphy, that's so true. The shortcut doesn't help them in the long run. Man. It's like a book title, doesn't it? Lo- Ooh, it is a book title. And it's so funny, Jessica, that, you, that that happened to you this morning because yesterday afternoon when everybody piled out of my car to go do all their special stuff, guess what's on the floorboard of my passenger seat? Taylor's earbuds. Oh, really? Yes. 
And so unless she got them early this morning, she's without them. Yeah, feeling that pain. Love to hear from you. In the long run, it helps. Love to hear from you anytime, Jessica. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'm going to tell you how Pink says it's her kids that actually helped her land on the cover of the new People magazine, Beautiful Issue. Got music news. Well, out this week is the uh, People Edition, the most beautiful issue as they've, uh, most beautiful people as it's been called in the past. Right. They changed the name of it to just the Beautiful Issue. Ah, okay. Less and is more. They I said like that it. Because it reflects beautiful qualities of all of us strength, humanity, and artistry. On the cover is Pink. What about us? And they said, uh, People did say that uh, Pink is a woman who checks all those boxes. Yeah, she does. She does. And uh, when they asked Pink about the uh, the honor, first of all, she said when they called her and told her she was going to be on there, she couldn't quit laughing. Laughing, I heard Everybody that. Everybody in the room, she says, can you believe this? They want to put <laughs> me on the cover. But she said uh, she liked to attribute a lot of her success uh, because of, of being because she's a parent now Yeah, and dealing with her kids. She says, the thing about parenting, and this is what her, she quoted, the thing about parenting is you never know if anything you're doing is working out. I have no so idea. True. We'll just see. And it's a, so beautiful, it's a beautiful true. picture, and she looks like a mom in that mm-hmm. picture. You know what I mean? She is a mom. You know she's it in it almost looks like the, the cover daily. of Good Housekeeping. And you know, and something <laughs> else that maybe she didn't, I haven't read the whole article yet, but be, when you become a mother and you're in it and you're doing it, maybe mm-hmm. it's the same when you become a dad. I don't know, but... Um, yeah, it's those scary moments, and you don't know if, if what you're doing is right sometimes, but it's kind of like, it's also empowering. Like, man, I, I'm doing this. I, what else? There's nothing else that can come at me that could right. be as scary or hard, and I'm doing it, so it's empowering yeah. in that way. It's like, I can handle this. I can handle anything in a boardroom. <laughs> right? That's true. <laughs> yeah. And I think she's doing a great job as a mom, too. Yeah, she From what we've seen of her kids so far. Uh, also, too, you know, since this is Celebration Week at Paisley Park and in Minneapolis mm. uh, with the uh, Prince's anniversary coming up tomorrow, the loss of Prince two years ago, Paisley Park's looking for an archives supervisor now for everything Prince oh. has. What? That's a job. Yeah, and this is specifically for Paisley Park, and you're going to handle exhibits and photos and the database there, finding new stuff. Man, I have a friend who is an artist. She works in a museum as a like she's a, I don't know her title. I can't tell you her title, but mm-hmm. she's art. She works in a museum. She's an artist and she's a Prince fanatic. I need you know to call what? her up. Mm. I'm guessing that's the kind of person they're looking for for this right because if, oh, you're, yeah. if you're a Prince fanatic, it certainly can't hurt. Now the only thing they don't mention in the job listing of what I've seen has anything to do with the music, which I right. think that's the kind of stuff that's caught up in the legal issues right now. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, music news. All right, guys, coming up. Um, I took our girls Murphy to to visit my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um which is highly recommended. You stop, slow down your busy life, and go visit your grandparents. When he's 87, yes. Yeah, and so, but he, we were in a coffee shop, and he did something in the middle of the coffee shop in public that we've never seen him do before. It was pretty sweet. I'll tell you about it next. Always a fun Friday. Coming up next hour, um, some of the new wedding trends, one of which, if you use this, you're probably going to upset a few guests. Maybe oh. it's something that when Cash they arrive. <laughs> no, we'll get to that for you. Uh, crazy 2018 wedding trends. Um, I took our girls, Murph, to visit uh, my grandfather this week. And Uncle Terry was there, too. And we, we met at a coffee shop. And I was going to take the girls to Papa's house. But, I mean, it was this beautiful day. They wanted to go to the coffee shop. So Uncle Terry is, brought him. And he's the last great-grandparent that our girls have. I mean, he's, yes. you know. 
He's 88. Yeah, he'll be 89 this year. Um, I hadn't seen him in a little while, and he was there, and he was wearing a hat. And he never wears a hat much. What kind of a hat? Yeah, what kind? I don't know what you call it. Was he wearing a fez, or was he wearing a... Um, I can show you a picture of it, and as soon as I show you, you guys will know what kind of hat it is. Does it have a brim on it? Sort of flat. Oh, yeah. I don't I'll know post you, this picture on I don't know what you our... call that kind of hat. That's cool. <laughs> they, since That's... our... Our daughters have been watching Newsies, the yeah, Broadway play. It's kind of like it reminds it's a me hat. of that sort of a hat of right, right. like yeah. what a paper you know boy. Well, what's funny is in that the I hadn't seen him wear a hat much at all, unless he was like outside working in the yard when I was a kid, and he'd have a cap on. Mm-hmm. And so I commented on his hat, and he's and he took it off his head, and he started rubbing his head. He said, yeah, I need a haircut, and I it keeps my hair down, <laughs> it keeps it flat. So he's not want to mess with his hair, and not want to brush it. You know, I used to have rock a hat that looked cat. like that. Rock, rock the hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did have that hat. Well, anyway, it was really nice because we're having this visit, and we're just visiting and talking and having coffee, and all of a sudden he starts singing. A song across the table to Taylor and Phoebe. You have his guitar? No. He just started singing, and I thought, I don't know this song. He made up a song on the spot and sang it to them about them being as sweet as candy. Aww. It was really cute. And then he says, you ever heard that song? It's like he was testing them, and Phoebe goes, no, sir. She goes, because I just made it up. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh-huh. But everybody funny. else in the coffee shop around, you know, when somebody starts singing, you kind of hush and listen. go, what's oh, yeah, up? It stops. Yeah, isn't so that amazing? He, yeah, it, it, it was just a very cool, sweet moment. So I want to get more of those in. You know, I say that every time we spend time with him and see him. I have some good pictures I take. I took of him with the girls, and I'll mm-hmm. post that on our Facebook page. Oh, and he did the normal. I always try to take a selfie with him, he and I. He always makes a face when I take. Huh. I, it's like maybe he thinks it's going to flash because he closes his eyes. You know? <laughs> I have that too. Good times. Going to get that more of that into our weekend weekends. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Get a surprise personal announcement from singer Sean Mendez. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so today it's a lot of music stories, but these are big things. Okay, okay? Um, all this time that we've been enjoying the music of Sean Mendez and getting to know him, did you realize he was 19 years old? Baby, please have mercy on me. I knew he was a kid. I didn't realize he was that. I knew he was young. Right. I knew he was young. I didn't realize he was 19, which means the first time we heard him, he was probably 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not younger. A really talented songwriter and performer. I mean, for this much, I guess, maturity from lyrics and all this, it just surprises me to learn that he's that young. Yeah. Sean Mendez has entered therapy right now for mental health issues. It's Mm. where he is right now. He's admitted to um, some crippling anxiety and stage fright. The words crippling anxiety, I mean, anxiety even in its smallest forms when they hit all of us, they're horrible. Yeah, and it's sad to hear that. But I mean, again, that could possibly have his age playing (laughs) into that too. It's true. I mean, can you imagine being on this train that his life must yeah. be that you just can't stop? 17 years um, old and you're just like all of a sudden in front yeah. of thousands of people. Right. He told a British newspaper, I was closing myself off from everybody thinking that would help my battle with anxiety. I spoke to a therapist and learned therapy is what works for you. So that's what he's doing. Although, I mean, that's where he's been and he is now uh, next week, early next week on Tuesday, he's set to perform at Time Magazine's annual Time 100 Gala. Along with? J-Lo and right. a lot of others. Um, but that's what's going on with Sean Mendez. And actually, 
um, great that he's learning to take care of himself this young, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. Well, you need to stop the train. You stop the train. It's a John Mayer song about that. All right, some more music news about Taylor Swift's big reputation tour. Maybe not the greatest news for Taylor. I'm sure she's not batting an eye about it, but her it's great news for fans. The tour launches in three weeks, and every one of the 40 stadium stops still have, this has seats available. Yeah, none of them are sold out yet. And remember, the 1989 tour, like, sold out stadiums right. everywhere. So I guess they sort of expected a repeat performance. You know, sold out practically every single night, and scalpers were making money. So they've just, they have they had to, they've eliminated some certain fees. Right. And so you can get Taylor Swift tickets for a lower price. Well, that's good as a fan. In some places. So look for that. Uh, more music, Hollywood Outsider stuff on the way, coming up in your next outsider at 7.55. So, why prosecutors will be charging no one in Prince's death. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up. Always a fun Friday, and uh, so we love to hear from you. Reach out to us at 877-310-4MSJ. And, and when you get a chance over the weekend, uh, pop in your earbuds and go catch the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can catch anything you missed. You can also catch uh, all the episodes of After the Show that we've done You know, this week. Uh, just a lot of fun and, and way we can hang out together over the weekend. All right, Sam, you're up. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. We get to hear from the First Lady herself, former First Lady Barbara Bush, who passed away this yeah, week. Yeah, so uh, many good in fact, messages. T- today is the ceremony, or the you can view her today in Houston, and then they're going to go to... Texas A&M the funeral, the right? Funerals tomorrow, tomorrow and burial right. tomorrow at uh, Texas A&M University. And one of the things you mentioned earlier this week, Jody, was uh, a commencement speech that she had given in 1990 at Wellesley College. Yeah, Wellesley College. Yeah, uh, and I actually found it. Yeah, I actually found the audio for it. In fact, one of the things you mentioned was about how important she said it is to spend time with your loved ones. At the end of your life, you will never regret not having passed one more test, winning one more verdict, or not closing one more deal. You will regret time not spent with a husband, a child, a friend, or a parent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree so much. She also kept, uh, she did talk a lot about family and kids when talking to the graduates here and about how important it is to spend a lot of times with a lot more time with your kids and family. Fathers and mothers, if you have children, they must come first. You must read to your children, and you must hug your children, and you must love your children. Your success as a family, our success as a society, depends not on what happens in the White House, but on what happens inside your house. Boom. That sounds like a Murphy line, doesn't it? It does. That's, you know, that's amazing. And when you put it in context and realize this is a commencement speech, she's Mm -hmm. talking to a group of graduates, right, who are just starting their lives and their careers. Yeah, and it's hugely life-important stuff. Right. What she's talking about is at the end of the day, what you're doing professionally is not going to be with the thing that makes the difference, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Right. So true. And, of course, she wrapped up the speech with a little zinger. Somewhere out in this audience may even be someone who will one day follow in my footsteps and preside over the White House as the president's spouse, and I wish him well. (laughs) That's Barbara Bush addressing the uh, 1990 graduates at uh, Wesley College. 
Sam's Friday favorite. All right, on the way, your family-friendly box office review today, the Amy Schumer movie that the critics have just torn up, but it seems beautiful to me. Also going to dig into our 24-hour voicemail next. And if you know somebody who's getting married in 2018, you don't want to miss the big wedding trends for this year. That's coming up, including one that... I don't know if you're a guest. You may not like this, but okay. it's part of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime and give us a call, or you can text to that number. Sometimes we miss your calls, but we love it when you leave us a message. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, my name is Alicia. Um, I'm commenting on the whole serendipity type of dating and that's kind of what happened with me and my husband i had been through a lot of bad relationships and i kind of got to the point where i just kind of gave up and then i met my best friend's brother and it we kind of just clicked and it it started out we just started hanging out a lot just because we enjoyed each other's company and then one day we just kind of looked at each other and both just kind of went i love you (laughs) <laughs> and then he was just like, will you marry me? And I'm like, yeah. So it, uh, I think we actually dated for two weeks before he asked me to marry him. And we got married six months later. And we just celebrated our 18th wedding anniversary. Wow. And I'm proud to say I am still married to my best friend. Nice. So anyway, um, just letting Sam know it does happen. Either I firmly believe that there is someone out there that is meant for him. Um, And so good luck. Don't give up. And uh, thanks for making my morning drive much more bearable and all this. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Well, there's somebody out there for me. Yes. Thank you, know you Alicia, that. for the, you for believe the voicemail. That? Like, if it's supposed to happen, it will. It will, but you have to do, I guess, some things. you got to put if in you're, some if work. You're, if you're all only at home and you're not socializing, the chances are you're not going to meet that person. Uh, right. But, I mean, I, it, it seems to me that, you know, absolutely there could be a serendipitous moment that happens, mm-hmm. chance, because you're out there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. That's awesome, Alicia. Thank you. You agree with Murphy, Jody? Agree with him on what point? It'll just happen. I think that you should live your life, um, be social, yeah. but don't push too hard. Yeah. So I believe in it, but you got to be social. You, like, you think doing you the, can't uh, just stay home. the dating websites was a little pushing it? No. I, if you really want dating websites, but what I'm saying is it's somewhere in between. Right. I think you should be yourself and live your life. Okay. And, and, and it's possible the right person will happen for you I wonder if when she it's wor- supposed to. I wonder if she works at Home Depot. Again. Mm. Again and again. <laughs> Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. All right, some new movies including the Amy Schumer movie I Feel Pretty that keeps getting all these, these critics. I mean, come on. This is going to be fun. Tell you about it next. The family-friendly box office review. All right, guys, are you ready for this Amy Schumer comedy, which is, of course, receiving... Um, criticism from some because the world's full of critics since everybody has a computer in their hand all the time. It's ridiculous. No, no, no. It's funny. Okay, the subject matter is about self-confidence. Women feeling confident just the way they are. Um, I think it looks hysterical. It seems like it'll be uplifting to me. It's called I Feel Pretty. I've always wondered what it's like to be undeniably pretty. Wait, that's me. Yes. I'm beautiful! Okay, so Amy Schumer plays a girl named Renee who struggles with insecurity, who struggles with her self-image, all that kind of stuff. And then she has an accident. I won't tell you exactly what. She hits her head. 
And then she wakes up seeing herself completely differently. So I love the premise because the message being, I haven't seen the movie yet, but the message being, it's how you see yourself that matters. And all of a sudden, when she sees herself differently, um, she has an amazing amount of confidence and it changes everything. So not knowing anything about this, are the critics about the superficial part of it? Is that what they're concerned about? I guess, you know, I say critics, I'm not saying somebody who's been labeled a critic and who writes for the blah, 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 time. You don't mean a professional. talking about just social media people going, hey, did Amy Schumer really make a movie thinking that, you know, it's going to uplift us to see a girl like herself because she gets gets hit in the head? (sighs) You know, so she's just addressed that, that look... You know, that's a huge exaggeration and a metaphor. You're going to leave the theater, especially women, feeling, understanding right. and feeling good. It looks hysterical it does. to me. I mean, she is just that comedian who goes all the way. And by the way, she told Robin Roberts uh, this week that she told them, don't touch me up for this. You want to see the roles. You want to see my cellulite. You want to see that I'm real. Don't touch me up mm. for this. So when you see her for real, it's Amy for real. Cool. I like it. It's called I Feel Pretty. It's a comedy. We also have a drama, and it looks pretty scary, called Traffic. Something in my gut was telling me that she needed help. Right. I think I put my phone in your bag by accident. Let me help you. Just give me the phone. Just give me the phone. Uh It's scary-looking thriller starring Omar Epps and Paula Patton. You guys remember who she is? Uh, Yeah. The uh, ex-wife. Of Robin Thicke. Right. Oh, This is okay, a lead yeah. role right. for her, and it looks kind of scary, scary, scary drama sort of thriller. And the comedy sequel looks pretty goofy. Super Troopers 2. I feel pretty. PG-13 in traffic and Super Troopers 2, both rated R. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Coming up next, uh, big wedding trends for 2018. Yeah, even one that might make you feel a little weird if you're a guest arriving. Before we get to some of the coolest, uh, very today, 2018 wedding trends, we have a wedding to go to in June. Murph, exciting. Oh, Your yeah. Nephew. It's my nephew's wedding. Yeah. yeah. Asa. Asa. They're getting married in a barn. A barn that was created just Not, for it sounds. If, if I, I didn't know that this was a barn that was made for. It's like for, a Pinterest barn. Yeah. I would make you some feel me? snide comment, but yeah. <laughs> So wait, this thing was built just for weddings? There's a, the story is there's a family and their daughter wanted a barn type wedding mm-hmm. that, they, that they'd seen on Pinterest or whatever and they couldn't find one and they had a piece of land and they built it. And now oh, they rent cool. it out for weddings. Yeah. Okay. That's the story of the legend. And we're going to get to, you know, check that out. When when you come back and I ask you how the barn was, you can say, not bad. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's right, Sam. Don't. One of the biggest trends, and I can see how it would be so, if I were a bride today, I might consider doing this. And that is requesting of all my guests to drop their phones either outside before you walk into my ceremony or turn your phone off. Right. Because... How many people are taking pictures? You know, if you want a big picture of the church or the barn or wherever you're getting married, but you want it without everybody having their phone in the air taking a picture, that's the that's the way things yeah. are done now. And it's just like, wait, this yeah, is but, my special moment. But how do you do that when you know there's a family member whose daughter is doing you know who's walking in the wedding, for example? You know, what I mean, I it, guess you offer part them, of the wedding party. You know, I mean, yeah, they would have to be able to keep their phone on them. Yeah, there are certain couples who instead of 
doing the announcement like 10 minutes before the ceremony instead of doing the announcement uh, the couple would like for you to turn off your cell phones they don't like that because it feels like you're at a movie theater right. they don't like that there are people who have paid to have a push notification sent to everybody who's there Lord. please turn off your phones for the ceremony the couple will send you every and all pictures but we would like it to be an unplugged ceremony wow instead of uppity food some couples are saying here's the reception and then they invite food trucks to come Ooh, park out front I and they pay for idea. everything that you eat man that would be fun isn't that fun so yeah. they don't have to cater it. they just have the food trucks come up and that's the food and the catering another thing Ooh. is a live slideshow pictures that are being taken get uploaded right and they're away. on the screen at the reception that's from an hour too. ago that's five minutes cool. ago yeah. those are some of the biggest today wedding trends check out more at murphysamandjody.com Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. All right, Donna's on the way. She thought of another thing that's hard to teach kids, and her kids are grown now, and she's still working with that. We'll do that next. Okay, we love hearing from you, 877-310-4MSJ. All this week hearing from moms and dads, what do you find is the hardest thing to teach your kids? We've been loving hearing all these, and all of them are so right on and true. Hi, Donna. Hi, how are y'all doing? We're I love good. your show. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, every day, every morning I listen to I work at home, so I listen to y'all all the time, and I love y'all. Thank you. Thank um, you. Um, I wanted to comment on my child. Well, she's an, an older, she's in her 30s now, mm-hmm. but what I wanted to say was that what I had to always instill in her to always know that everyone makes mistakes. And Mm -hmm. if you learn from them, it's all right, because if we learn and we don't keep doing them, it's a lesson learned and everyone does it. Yeah. It was real hard for her not to make mistakes. You know, they always want to be perfect. And oh, yeah. It's really tough. Uh, she's learned as she's gotten older, but she's still learning. It's kind of weird. I mean, yeah. now. Right. I don't know what that is. She must have just been, I've got a kid. One of my, I, don't, I won't name her, <laughs> but one of mine <laughs> okay. expects to know how to do everything first time. And then when she doesn't, yeah. it affects her feeling about herself. So yeah, it's uh, exactly. They got it. That, that's something from inside that I guess life will just have to teach that everybody around you is failing constantly and hopefully getting better. Yes, if you keep doing it, then that's wrong. But if you learn from it, then mm-hmm. you can continue and not do the same thing again. You know, it, it just like you said, it takes it with age as we get older. Right. So I think Ra- Rafiki t- it, taught that in The Lion King, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a good example. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for picking up. I was like, oh, please answer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> thank we you, love, Donna. love oh. hearing from you anytime, Donna. Yeah, we appreciate the call. Ow! Jeez, what was that for? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Ah! You see? Ooh. Big moment for yeah. Simba right there. Yeah. All right, Donna, give us a call anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So after a two-year investigation, no charges filed in the death of Prince. We'll get into that for you next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So yesterday we found out from the investigative team who have been investigating Prince's death for two years that no one is being charged with a crime. 
I did not expect that. Me either. I expected at least somebody. If you read in, you you dig in, and if you paid attention to it all yesterday, they don't have sufficient evidence to charge anyone specifically with you know any wrongdoing. You can't charge someone for you know suspicious activity or murky circumstances. And it's definitely a murky circumstance because what they found is they, they say that Prince took the medication not realizing there was fentanyl in it. Right. He so therefore, to me... Thought he was taking Vicodin. Was, yeah. Somebody, Did somebody accidentally it? give it to him or right. did they intentionally give it to him? And if that's the case, then that's what they can't prove. And they were specific doctors investigated and questioned and probed for two years. Right. I kind of feel like, not that I want it to go this way, but I do kind of feel like it's going to be something that's going to be rehashed and investigated. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see investigative reports and documentaries, and that's fine. I'll want to know be more. be speculation. But the truth of the matter is, is that Prince was an intensely private person, and some of the prescriptions that he would take would be in a different name like the name of his bodyguard because he was so intensely private he didn't want his fans and the public to know that he was taking pain medicine even though he was dealing with and living with a lot of pain you know and i'm not involved obviously in the investigation but is that not illegal too it would just seem good yes if somebody is getting a prescription that they're not going to use for prints i thought that it was and then the doctors in this case, as far as I can understand, having this information a day ago, is that they were protecting his privacy. Okay, well, all uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. And by the way, details of the case will be released online uh, in a couple of days if you really want to dig in they more. They have released some pictures and just, video, too. Just about everything except autopsy right. results, which is it has to be sealed by law. And I like that, too. As intensely private as he was, some of this feels wrong to know, right? Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Because it's still like we're doing here still bringing up speculation i know i know um also well let's move to something that is happening this weekend uh big deal in entertainment beyonce set to play her second weekend of coachella this is from last weekend remember she drew 125,000 people to her live performance and it's like simultaneously online it's half a million people were streaming it and it's supposed to be a whole separate set, Amazing. all new this weekend. So maybe you can stream it if she doesn't break the internet. Yeah. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at eight thirty. Not so great news for Taylor Swift's reputation tour. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Get up, get on up, get up. And at least you're starting your workday knowing that this is Friday. Yay! So congratulations Holla. on that. Ah. Uh, we do, you know, we have we do fun Fridays like Jody calls them, and part of a fun Friday really is flashing back over favorite moments of the past week. And I guess that's why we call them Friday favorites. Jody's Friday favorite. Okay, you know, we got a statement from George H. W. Bush this week, um, the oh, day after his he lost his wife Barbara. Um, did, you, did you see the statement? I, did I didn't think you did, Murphy. You know, uh, the word is that the, the the day she passed, he held her hand all day long. I heard that, and that is really sweet. <sighs> Family was there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is the statement from former President George H.W. Bush. I always knew Barbara was the most beloved woman in the world, and in fact, I used to tease her that I had a complex about that fact. But the truth is, the outpouring of love and friendship being directed at the enforcer is lifting us all up. We have faith she is in heaven, and we know life will go on as she would have it. So cross the bushes off your worry list. That was his statement that he sent out 
wow, via wow, his people really in social cool. media. Yeah. Mm, lovely. So I just kind of like that. It took my breath away. And then you know her granddaughter, Jenna Bush, yeah. Hager is her name. She is she's in the media and she has a relationship in the media and she did um well she's on one of the morning shows. She did she wrote her grandmother a letter. Right. And read it. Okay, and recorded it, and here's a portion of what she had to say to her grandmother. I will never forget when Barbara and I's seven-year-old snuck into the bowling alley of the White House and ordered presidential peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> we couldn't wait for someone to deliver what was sure to be the fanciest sandwich of our lives. Then you opened the door, scolding us, telling us under no circumstances could we order food in the White House again. This was not a hotel. You taught us humility and grace. You taught us that humor, wit, and grace are the best accessories, and that worrying too much about your looks and your own words is boring. <laughs> words matter. Kindness matters. Looks fade. Ah, oh, isn't that I nice? Love that wisdom. Yeah. I know. That's just so so very cool. Yeah. Um, her public, I'm sorry, her private invitation only funeral is tomorrow at the church in in Houston that that family that they often right. attended. And Jody's grandfather surprised her and a bunch of people in the coffee shop the other day when she was there with the, you know family. Our daughters Taylor and Phoebe were there, and mm-hmm. he is always one to play music on his guitar for the girls and sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, even at eighty-eight years old now, he performs at retirement communities once a month, right? Uh, more than once a month. Does he do it? He more does frequently than that? three or four a month at least. Pretty incredible. Does he take requests? I don't know if he takes requests. The time that I went, he runs the show. Wow. And he said he taught he talks between every song a little bit. Yeah. And he sings songs that they know and like. And that's just the way he, I guess you'd say, ministers today because he's a retired pastor. Mm -hmm. And that's the way he chooses to minister. In fact, you know, I'm going to say this. This is one of the most poignant things my grandfather ever said. And he said a lot. I mean, he said a lot of things over the years when my grandmother died which she was the glue that held our family together and she was that matriarch of our family um and she passed away 13 years ago it was yeah, about two, thir- 2004 it was right before phoebe was born 2005 yeah 2005 early well anyway um it was not long after she passed and we were all visiting and he said you know happiness is a choice and I think about him saying that sometimes because that was him saying, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever, you know, this is my life and I'm, it's not been all good and this has been hard, but I'm going to be happy. That was him telling us that. Mm-hmm. And when I see him in the coffee shop breaking out into song, that's him being happy. Yeah. You know, so I kind of like that. And I'm, it brings me back to him saying that. So anyway, we're sitting there and he did not have the guitar. He just was visiting with the girls and he was sitting across a small little table from them talking and he just started singing a song to them that I'd never heard before and that's because he made it up on the spot. <laughs> I couldn't even sing it back to you because we were just so like oh, yeah. what is this song? Maybe I think it rhymes. Fir- maybe the first time he's ever done that. Yeah, I don't remember him doing it. It's usually gospel yeah. songs and old mm-hmm. songs but I'd never heard him do that. He was just in a really good mood. It was a nice day. He was rocking a new hat. <laughs> You know, well, that's because he made the choice to be happy. Yes, it does make me want to go see him more. And I am thinking about just talking to him more about his life and learning it, learning more about his life. Yeah. You know, you you need to get those stories while you can. Right. 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 And all of his 
stories from long ago are so vivid to him right now. Much more so than anything we talked right. about from last week. So it's lovely. Maybe we should go see him this weekend. He would like it. Okay. Murph, go after church. Maybe he'll sing me an original song. <laughs> yeah, Murphy, oh Murphy. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. A little unexpected trouble for Taylor Swift's reputation tour. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So some news about the Taylor Swift reputation tour. It officially launches in three weeks in every one of her four, I'm sorry, 40 stadium tour stops. Yeah has tickets left to be sold and that's not happened to her before in fact when she did a stadium tour for 1989 i saw that when it was crazy good it was crazy good um yeah it was sold out and it was sold out quickly that has not happened it's not like it's a ton available Mm -hmm. but they've dropped some ticket prices so that's not expected for team taylor but it's a fact I don't know if you bought tickets already. Are you bothered that there's some more available? Because I don't... Uh, well, if you've been holding off, here's your you've chance. You've been holding off, here's your chance. Just about every single one has some available, and that's never happened to Taylor before. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Bring it. Man, Murphy, I don't know if you know, but I got some serious plans to binge watch season two of This Is Us this weekend. You're going to do more of that? I love those people. Yeah. I do. I care. I just finished season two. Yay, Sam. The episodes after the crock pot. That you couldn't bring yourself to watch. Yeah, I finally just finished them all. (sighs) And I won't watch it so much that we don't have time together this weekend. I got lots of plans. And you know, kids fill up your... your, We can have a weekend where we think we have nothing and the kids just fill it. Yeah. And that's normal. So just so you know, I mean, I have been tempted to get into the show whenever I walk through the room. I mean, there are moments, but they all kind of sound the same to me. It's a little bit heavy. When I held you for the first time right here in this hospital. Usually some sort of somber conversation with music in the background. Wait, you walked in on Toby and Kate the other night, and he's so funny. I love Toby. Yeah, I, I need a spinoff of Toby and Kate. Anyway, look, I'm, I'm just starting season two, so no spoilers for me, but Jen sent a message to our Facebook page. Murphy, you'll appreciate this. Okay. I've watched both seasons of This Is Us. I agree about it being a little too heavy at times. Since Murphy and Jody, you like The Sopranos so much. Um, we should, you should give Sons of Anarchy a try. It's action packed, right. at times intense, well written, and acted with only thirteen episode seasons. Definitely a show you would not want to watch though with the kids around. And I've heard that, and that's actually, I think, a recommendation a friend of ours uh-huh. had mentioned made uh-huh. to us one time. Uh-huh. So, right. I've always been interested in it because of a Charlie Ahanam. Yeah. Oh, Sons right. of Anarchy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Thank right. you, Jen. Recommendation taken. All right, let's see a show of hands here. Who knew Barbie had a last name? I knew that she had a last name. I don't mean doll either. Nah, oh, no. That's what I thought. I you meant the doll, the Barbie doll? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You mean her last name's not doll. I, got it. I don't know her last I don't remember it. I Hang on, Jody. We got to wait for Murphy to yeah, catch up. that's right. I think I'm on a three-second <laughs> lag here. <laughs> so, no, I never thought about that. I she guess has a she middle would, name. She would have to have a, what is her middle name? Millicent. Millicent. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. How did you know that? Well, it just so happens that Barbie tweeted the other day, the Barbie Twitter account on Sibling Day, you know, when everybody was shooting out pictures of yes. the, their siblings. Yes. Barbie tweeted, Happy Siblings Day from the Roberts sisters. And right. It was her and Skipper and the other two so sisters. So is it Barbie or Barbara Millicent? Barbara Millicent Roberts. Got it. Really? We know well, the only Millicent- time she hears Barbara, though, is when she's late for lunch, uh, dinner. <laughs> Barbara! Yeah, from Kenneth. Oh. Yeah, does anybody know what Ken's last name is? <laughs> no. Boy, he's generic in more ways than one, isn't he? 
<laughs> um, anyway, we know a Millicent in life, in real life, and we call her Millie. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of a cute, cute. Okay, so cute. Barbie. Barbie Roberts. Barbie forever. Jody, do you find it a little bit odd and concerning that Sam was the one that knew this and shared it with us? No, he's full <laughs> of useless knowledge. Coming up, uh, we invite you to come hang out with us after the show today. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, or you can also Google it. But we've got a brand new episode every day after the show. Uh, yeah, and today I want to tell you guys a little bit more about my visit with my grandfather this week. Uh-huh. Brought the girls to spend some time with, well, Papa and Uncle Terry. And it was really sweet and eye-opening. And it makes me want to do something like extra with him, like ask my grandfather a favor mm-hmm. uh, and maybe get to spend some more time with him. So let's do that after the show.